Well, welcome to the Deeper Dive podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the texts we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discussing things like historical settings and literary context, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. This podcast is part of Calvary's Daily Connection, a place where Calvary shares something new each day to help you grow in faith, so we hope you check that out through Calvary's app or by going to connectwithcalvary.org. Well, today on the podcast we're following up on uh, Mary's song and uh, all of the great uh, implications from uh, just the wonderful, wonderful words that are in there. So let's, uh, let's jump right into that. Um, one of the things I was, uh, I was looking at uh, and, and did not actually get deeply into it was the pattern that she used for her prayer, uh, beginning with uh, her appreciation of what God had done for her through her, how he had favored her and honored her, moving to more adoration and praise, and then moving almost into a word of, I, I don't want to say a prophetic word, but certainly the, the, happen, the yeah. prayer changed at that point. Right. And then it came back around again to a remembrance or a celebration of what God had done in the past. And so that song was, uh, uh, that song, that prayer, whatever it, it was, is, is a bit different than sometimes we think about praying today. But it was just, uh, <clears throat> it just goes back to the heart of Mary. And I don't know that we actually that we actually realize the depth of her relationship with God. That when Gabriel came to her, um, she was able to, without question, without doubt. I mean, even uh, even Zechariah mm-hmm. questioned and doubted. Who was with, a priest? Who was much older? Who had a lot of ex- life experience as mm-hmm. well as professional experience? He doubted, and and as you were preaching this, I I just kept thinking of a young woman with the depth of faith that she had. Mm-hmm. I mean, a young woman. You know, now could we say could we be crass and say, well, she was too young to have experienced what life can bring, and so. It was a naive faith, but that's not why God chose her. Um, I mean, I, I think that's what blows my mind so much, is that her, at her young age, she was so faithful. I mean, we don't, we don't really know how old she was, but, you know, um, but she was so faithful. I, I, I want to be really, really extremely overly uh-huh. Overtly. Uh-huh. Careful. Uh-huh. You're going to be careful? I'm going to try to be careful. <laughs> but, you know, uh, our daughter's married to a, uh, just a wonderful uh, young man who's Catholic family. He will love you for saying young man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Young man who's Catholic, his family is Catholic. Um, sometimes I think we on the Protestant side, and I really hate making those divides, we on the Protestant side maybe don't appreciate. Now— I'm not where they are in terms of um, of their emphasis on Mary, but I think of anything we've done on the Protestant side, we've shortchanged that. I agree. Um, 
uh, and to go back and read again in that first chapter of uh, of Luke about the conversation that uh, that Gabriel had with her, mm-hmm. uh, it, it just warmed my heart and my soul uh, when I read that. Just uh, how quickly she said, "I'm the Lord's servant." Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't understand this. I don't really know how all this is going to happen, but let it be with me just as you have said. Those words are some of the most powerful words in the scriptures from a believer's standpoint. And that believer was before Jesus came into the world. Mm -hmm. And so to blow off that before Jesus came, people did not have a deep faith in God, uh, I think is missing the faith that they had. Now, it's it's different than ours because of the terms of the covenant changed. But there were some people of deep faith. Absolutely. Evident in the uh, conversation between Mary and Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth was a woman of deep faith. Mm-hmm. Um, Zachariah was a man of deep faith. Right, right. I, I always, it's always a bit, it's always a bit worrisome to me how what, if God would ever do that kind of thing with me, how, how I would respond. <laughs> Yeah, that would really be difficult if God said you are going to become pregnant, Randy. That would be, that would be really. If I difficult. was going to become pregnant, yeah, that's, yeah is well, that what that, you said? That probably no, won't happen. All but, right, you know, just. Um, um, but I, if you were Zachariah, you mean if if you were in Zachariah's yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it, if he were going to tell me that you were going to be become pregnant, I'd have a hard time keeping a straight uh, yeah, face. Yeah, and it probably would be a pained look on my face uh-huh, at that yeah, point. Yeah, me too. But anyway, that's not relevant, really. Um, I'm just I'm just ever more impressed with with her Mary's deep faith. Uh, I probably have um, it, just in reflection time this year spent more time wondering about Mary's family, uh, wondering about uh, Joseph's family, um, because to become pregnant first of all at her age, not having been married. What she probably could have well been sent to a well, she would have been killed. I mean, she. Would have well, that was one option. That. Otherwise, yeah. the other, <coughs> the other one would have been to, to have been sent away. Um, and so that's um, that's just an interesting. It's sad. Is what it really is. I mean, it really is just a sad way of doing things. But I'm not sure that uh, when I was growing up 40, 50 years ago, that some of my colleagues, friends in high school who got things out of order, didn't experience some of the same stuff unless you got married. Somehow, if you got married, which in many cases was a second mm-hmm. second bad decision, mm-hmm. um, uh, you weren't accepted. You were somehow looked down upon. So anyway, I've been, so I've been thinking a lot about Mary. I was wondering what her dad thought about this, uh, wondering about um, – did she not have any close friends she could confide in? Was that why she felt led to go talk to Elizabeth? Um, and yet, Elizabeth was in a similar predicament, and she had to have known that Elizabeth um, uh, was also obviously a very faithful, faithful woman. Mm-hmm. And who do you talk to when something like that has happened, when God has spoken to you a word of, of miracle of of something that maybe others couldn't believe you talk to somebody who you know will believe you will believe you i'm not sure i've looked and looked and i can't find the answer to the question did she know 
Elizabeth's story before she got into Elizabeth's presence, and I really can't find that. I don't think we know um, that. I'm not sure that we do, but it would be interesting. Um, my guess is that uh, that she probably didn't. Uh, but it, also the dynamic, especially in the the um, the jealousy driven world that we're living in today, that Elizabeth. Um, when uh, when John leaped, wiggled, or moved inside of her, whatever that was, uh, she had a sense from the Holy Spirit that she was talking to the mother of the of the Messiah, the Son of God. Something different, something much deeper there. And um, again, not everything is recorded, so we don't know what her first thoughts were. Um, but I think in today's world, well, well why didn't I get that? <laughs> why is that not my son instead of somebody else's son? Yeah. Uh, and but I think there was true rejoicing in Elizabeth's heart. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. About this, so I don't know. It, I just find that interesting. I also find it interesting to go back into Hannah's song, which we go back into the Old Testament, First uh, Samuel chapter two. Over that, um, her story was. Um, in some ways, not so different from Elizabeth's, but her song, her prayer, her song, in many ways mirrored Mary's, or Mary's mirrored her, I think, mm-hmm. probably is yeah. is the better, uh, for she had been barren for years and years, uh, been scorned, laughed at, made fun of, got less offerings to bring to the temple than others did, and... Um, she became with child uh, after having prayed before the Lord, poured her heart out. Uh, after actually Eli, who had kind of jumped her case uh, when she was praying and crying at the temple, thinking that maybe she was drunk at that hour of the day. Uh, and then when she uh, told him what the situation was, then he began to pray in earnest about that as well. Um, and she too was... Um Talking about the the joy of of God touching her uh, in such a powerful way, and the humility that comes with that, um, her humble spirit. Um, there is no one uh, holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Um, going back, my heart rejoices in the Lord, and in the Lord my horn is lifted high, my mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. Um, and, you know, she talks about um, uh, about what a privilege it is, and, and, and why me, I mean, not why me in a bad way, um, but that God would do this. But God's me. favor is there. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, that also then, just in a very honest way, causes me to think about all of the uh, the sisters, and we have somebody really important to us who is not able to be with child. Um, in these circumstances, um, we don't know. We think that Mary probably had other children after Jesus, so fertility was not the issue for her. But it was uh, for Elizabeth, and it was here for uh her. For yeah. Hannah, mm-hmm. um, and it was a different kind of deal in those days. I mean, it was um, you were seen as not whole if you didn't have a child. Now, some people today would say the same thing that you are not seen as whole without a child. But then it really was; um, it was very blatant. 
um, and and your children supported you in your older years. And so if you didn't have children to support you, you know, so well, it was a very different kind of thing. Hannah's husband, even when he gave offerings, uh, not only to the Lord, uh, Elkaniah, but also offerings to those of his family to give to the Lord, she always got a smaller portion than everybody else did. Um, that, that would be a terrible thing. I think for a husband to do, I look at it from a man's perspective, and I think, I hope somebody would knock me upside the head if I wasn't smart enough to figure out. Uh, yeah, what but that, that was the culture of the day. She um, wasn't worth as much. Yeah, which is equally sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until she became with child, and her child right. became the last sitting judge uh, before we transferred into a, a kingdom or a king kind of relationship. Uh, but 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 her thoughts of her prayer was that uh, um, I give this boy back to the Lord because that was the promise that I made. Um, so he became a Nazarite, which is a whole different thing. And and it um, there was something in uh, Mary's prayer. Or was it? No, it, maybe it was. Um, I'm I'm preparing for December thirty first uh, when. Uh, uh, when they had the purification in the temple, and uh, some would say that they were bringing Jesus as a Nazarite, and that's not the case, but um, uh, but they were in the case of uh, uh, of Hannah mm-hmm. uh, promised to raise him as a Nazarite. Um, I, I was going back down, if I can jump back down to Elizabeth, um, I was looking at um, uh, her response uh, when Mary came um at, and this is this is Luke one thirty nine. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. Um, uh, Elizabeth, you know, the Mary leapt in her womb, the, the mother, the the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled by the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, "Blessed are you among women, and blessed is this child you will bear." But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Um, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. So she recognizes that uh, she, as Elizabeth, understood what God was doing, and she recognizes that Mary also understood, not just heard it, but understood um, what was happening. And, um, And today, again, as I work on my sermon for the 31st, I'm thinking, are we, are we listening to that? Are we... Are we really hearing the message? Um, you know, when we think back to the historical Jesus and the historical birth and and the um, the fulfillment of the promise for a Messiah and what that meant right then for the people who got it, for the people who understood, and then we look thousands of years later and how complacent we've gotten and does it matter anymore to us that a Messiah has come? You know, are we um, are we so complacent and so used to hearing the name Jesus that we forget that this is an earth uh, earth shaking thing that's happened here? Well, as 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 a preacher, so to speak, I I come to a place where uh, I think to myself, are we not preaching enough? about the Messiah's coming and his second return? Or do we not talk enough about that? 
Uh, it's interesting. I think uh, probably the the Sadducees, Pharisees, teachers, scribes, whoever it was in the Old Testament, had far greater knowledge than all of us collectively do now in many ways, and yet they missed his coming. And uh, sometimes it just kind of causes me pause to think, what will the signs be? What will happen? Will we? Will we? And I think we will. I think there'll be such a dramatic thing that happens that we'll see his second coming. Um, but how how are we preparing for that coming? Uh, I mean, we've got some folks who are off. Again, not meant to offend, but I'm going to say it anyway. We got some folks so far off the deep end that we're looking at every minuscule micro event mm-hmm. that happens in the world today and trying to attach a date a time or a place or says when this particular event happens that's when he's coming mm-hmm. uh, and 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 they missed it the first time and I'm, I'm i'm afraid we'll miss it the second time in the sense of being as ready as we could be being as prepared as we could be well and we miss the presence of god in our midst right now as we look a- a- ahead sometimes or behind are we uh, are we seeing those moments fulfilled in our presence right now mm-hmm. <laughs> when Jesus reveals himself to us today right now mm-hmm. um, that's what that's what I fear we're, we're preaching that at some point is it maybe Christmas Eve I we are working on so many things that I kind of forget I think maybe we're talking about that on Christmas Eve a little bit about the sightings uh, where is is Jesus being revealed um mm-hmm. but uh, you know as you said the the um uh the israelites were looking for signs all over the place for that messiah um and our our eyes as peeled for the sightings mm-hmm. of our jesus who's already come and who will come again yeah yeah i don't know may we be as faithful as mary who said yeah yeah, here I am. Well, I think the one thought I'd uh, I'd just offer maybe in closing this morning is uh, I, I'm so impressed with the awareness of blessing these two sisters have. Yes, yes. Um, and I had this conversation with somebody recently, and it was one of those entitlement conversations. And these two sisters thrust into the midst of the of the. I started to say weirdness, but it really was the mystical, (laughs) the holy mystical events they experienced uh, actually worshiped God for the blessing they had received, even though they couldn't explain that blessing. And that's my hope and prayer, I guess, for me and for others, is that maybe uh, we would uh, have that kind of depth of relationship with God that we could offer that kind of... Kind of praise and worship, yeah. Well, we'd love to uh, keep the discussion going uh, with you all out there. So if you have questions or comments, you can uh, find us on uh, Facebook or Twitter, email, website, all those different uh, regular places. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'll be taking, uh, I think, a little bit of a break here over the next few weeks for uh, the, the Christmas season. So uh, maybe we'll drop something, drop something in there for you to think about. But probably won't be from us so (laughs) so uh until next time we'll see you in uh, 2018 grace and peace